Okay, let's go ahead and start. Yay. The words that call us into worship this morning come from Carolyn Owentol. Come into this house of worship. Come in bringing all of who you are. Rest and quiet your weak, worn spirit, for you are here to touch again eternal springs of hope and renewal. Calm your hurried pace. For this hour, let cares, the fretfulness and worry be set aside. Forgive yourself. You are so very worthy of moving on, of making new efforts, of trying again. Know that you are not alone. There is strength and caring support for you here. You will find comfort if you but ask. Look around, scroll through the pages. You are part of potential community. You can make it what you will. Enter into this house of worship. I am Katie Kandarian Morris, and I welcome you to the Unitarian Universalist Fellowship of Durango. It is so good that we have found a way to be together. Our determination to create and uphold community are essential contributions in this hurting world. As Unitarian Universalists, it's more important what we do than what we believe, and we share a covenant that gives rise to becoming people of love and trust. A meditation teacher who teaches at a university heard from his students, uh, of course they were online, which is the new reality, that they felt defeated, tired. And then a comedy family team did a parody song that I saw on Facebook and the name of it was, I want to know what day it is. So you might have known, known the old version of that. If you haven't seen it, look it up. I love it. Can you relate to either one of those things? Tired, defeated, or not sure what day it is? I'm going to invite you today to use those little emojis at the bottom of your screen, they say reaction. And that is, instead of all of us being in the same building and seeing you in your, the chairs out there and kind of feeling and hearing the noises, if you give me a thumbs up or an applause, then I know that you're there. And it's super helpful. I love it. Feel free. Thanks, thanks. I feel better already. <laughs> oh, 
Maybe the college students felt defeated and tired because the days and weeks don't have the usual rhythm that brings fulfilled goals at the end. Managing our days is different than ever before, and we're figuring out whole new ways of doing church, shifting in just a few weeks to make sure that we're reaching all. That, that part that we took for granted because people knew where our building was, they came in through the door. That was our gathered community. Now there are folks out there on the periphery that, that we realize we haven't reached again, and we're working hard to find them and find a way to connect. We have been stuck in our homes for over 40 days. I remember when someone thought that 14 was too long, right? You have likely heard me talk before about one of my favorite women mystics of the Middle Ages, Julian of Norwich. That photo, that uh, sculpture that I put up at the beginning was a picture of Julian. She was an anchorite. Do you know what that is? I'll tell you in a second. She was known not by her given name, but by the name of the church. So St. Julian's was the name of the church. And so they called her Julian, even though she had a different name. Well, an anchorite withdraws from secular society. It's really an early version of Christian monasticism, someone who would be live a Uh, a secluded life. An anchorite chose to live the solitary life of prayer, and in this case, tucked away in the walled cell of the church. And yes, kids, she was in that one tiny room her entire life. There were holes and slots for people to pass things through. She had a cat, So if you look up other photos of her, you might see her sitting there with her book and her cat. Julian chose this way of life. And the the difference is um, that it, it might be the same, but the difference is that we're maybe at home and it feels like we're walled off Uh, but not really by choice, but for our own safety, right? But I wonder if we might learn something from Julian. She was a mystic, which meant that she felt a direct experience of God. In her many years of living in a walled-off room, she wrote a systematic theology, many general spiritual writings, and she helped others to be close to God. She felt that her heart was open. It might translate to a helpful way of living these days. Julian believed that God's love was unconditional, that God rejoiced in creation and offered a giant yes to us. And I'd like to offer a translation for folks for whom God is not a helpful term You might just translate that as love or the largest power that we can ever imagine, that largest sense and feeling. 
In her writing, she cared for us, saying, all shall be well, that we should forgive ourselves and not beat ourselves up. Fundamentally, her message was about compassion. And I love this song that my colleague Meg Barnhouse wrote, and I'm going to share it with you in just a minute. But I'm going to offer a little bit myself right here. The song goes, I said, Julian, do you not know, do you not know about loneliness? And Julian, do you not know, do you not know about disease? I said, Julian, do you not know, do you not know about cruelty? I said, Julian, it's too much. It brought me to my knees. And she said, all will be well, and all will be well, and all manner of things will be well. So how are you? How are you? Even if we repeat the mantra, all will be well, I figured that folks might be getting stir crazy or frustrated or even afraid. How are you? Go ahead, use the chat box or put your thumbs up or tell us in the chat, how are you? It's beginning to become more clear, still cloudy, that we will likely be in this for a long time. That is not something that anyone wants to hear. We have an opportunity right now to be creative, to connect with our own self, meditation, art, poetry, reading, but also a reminder not to force yourself into doing something that you feel that you should do. Julian said, don't feel guilty. It's not helpful. This may be the time for the creation of a new mission statement. And not just for the fellowship, but what about a mission statement for yourself in this unique time? If you think about it, for you, what would be essential I want to tell you, I was fortunate to be invited to a phone call this week with Senator Michael Bennett. He listened to me and to 16 other diverse faith leaders from all over our state. Um, someone gathered us all together and we were able to share the various concerns and needs of all of our communities. And as each person shared, there was much agreement. The importance of our institutions, the human needs that are beyond our reach, the re-triggering of violence and trauma that happens and is happening in marginalized communities, and the desire to keep the sense of reverence that people have found. After listening for an hour 
Michael Bennett lifted up the significance of investing again in our people. He named his appreciation of the leadership from faith communities, which he told us fills me with optimism, he said. Hip hop artist Kendrick Lamar, thumbs up if you know who that is, sings an intensely painful song, but it has then this really hopeful refrain that says, we gonna be all right. And he repeats it and he repeats it. Just like Mother Julian said so many years ago, all will be well, all will be well. All manner of things will be well. So for all of these joys and sorrows, again, all of your messages in the chat, all of your willingness to share, may it be so. Blessed be and amen. Amen.